It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Coming along for the ride. And uh, thanks for the one million listeners again. Uh, we appreciate that. And hopefully we can continue to build on those numbers. If you're a fan of the Terrestrial Show, please remember that this is not safe for work and not safe for kids. This is the uh, uncensored version of the radio show. So need to stay up to date. All things JL and K, it's easy. You can check out all the past episodes of Here's Your Freaking Podcast, stuff from the radio show, and all of our YouTube videos, head over to jlnkshow.com. What do we got coming up on the big podcast today? Well, we're going to talk about a brand new reality show that will help get you into a threesome. Cha-ching. Good luck. We're also going to talk about how sex robots may become much more uh, popular li- uh, popularized and will be more comfortable with sex robots in the future. Talk about a poor girl that was holding in her farts for two years. I'm going to share with you the most disturbing story that you've heard in a very, 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 very long time. This is a terrible story. I'm just going to preface you uh, by, by telling you that. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know why I didn't make this terrible, uncomfortable story the worst story, uh, the worst person on the planet. But we got somebody else that gets to be the worst person on the planet. Just because. It's gross. Anytime you have somebody who likes to deal in human dookie... That's a bad person, this guy. The bold look, man. The, the person uh, at the end of the podcast, the worst person on the planet. He likes to deal in dookie, so ugh. What would you rather do, throw a handful of dog poop or throw a handful of your own poop? <sighs> See, that's a tough decision to make because human human poop is so disgusting. Well, that I think, you know, human poop. There's a pretty good chance you're going to be dealing with a lot more of it. There's a premeditation to dealing with human droppings than there is to dealing with, like, animal droppings. Animals don't know any better. You fucking do. All right, let's begin with this guy. Wow, this seems like a, a slap on the wrist. And this guy has a very bold response when he was confronted on a Southwest Airlines. The man was flying from Seattle to Phoenix. That's not a very long flight. That's probably, what, three, probably three hours, maybe? Maybe, yeah. Well, it turns out criminal complaint obtained says that a woman uh, said that this man masturbated. On the plane? Four times on the flight from Seattle to Phoenix. Four times in three hours? It happened uh, just a couple of days ago. The uh, man... I want to know why they didn't stop him after the first one. Like, don't they tape you to the chair at that point? I'd like to think that that's... Yeah, that's why they duct tape those dudes. You see the videos, and they're all... They're like, help, help, help! And they're like, quit fucking pulling your putt on the plane, you pervert! What do you think? The the stewardess just got more and more stern. Like, no, this time I fucking mean it. Like, quit quit jerking off. No, this is crazy. Listen, Antonio is being accused of masturbating four times in his seat next to a female passenger. The woman took photos. When Antonio fell asleep, she no. told the flight crew what had happened. And they responded by what? I hope taping him to his seat. Moved her to another seat. <laughs> Can you move me to the non-masturbating section, please? That must be business class. Yeah, I was. I actually bought a ticket for semen free. And I I got sent. I, I'm sitting in the semen section right now. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys put me somewhere else? The woman turned the photos over to the FBI when the plane landed. So the FBI talked to this guy. Ed, what do you think he said? I took an Ambien. I didn't know what I was doing. He said he didn't think that she was uncomfortable with him masturbating. 
<laughs> I thought she was cool, man. Turns out she's not. He thought it was, quote-unquote, kind of kinky. He faces <laughs> charges now, lewd and indecent exposure, and performing an obscene act. Mm, mm. I yeah. thought she was cool with it, man. Yeah, I, I can answer that from the cheap seats. She's not. I don't think any of them are. Plus that particular act. I don't want any woman seeing me do... Oh no, this is my undignified moment. Please leave me be. This is an act of desperation. <laughs> I've got to get the poison out, and I'd prefer if you didn't watch me. Hey, stop looking at me! Yeah. Look away! I know what I'm doing is bad. I'm a fucking monster. I, I can't think straight, and uh, i got to get my head on straight. i got a big job interview, Whitler, where this plane lands. <laughs> Four times in three hours. i gotta be able to. i got to be able to think, man. All right, there's a new show called Open House, The Great Sex Experiment. Boy, who doesn't want to be in on something like this? Committed couples looking for a third partner go on a luxury retreat. We've had a couple people let us know that after that Dirty Old Fat Kid podcast a few weeks back, they've been able to start the hunt for a third on their own. Yeah, fly that flag, man. Yeah. Well, uh, the, uh, they... They say they hope to strengthen their relationships first through this reality show. A psychologist will guide them through the process emotionally to help couples achieve a deeper level of sexual congruence. As someone who is oh, as oh, as someone who is also in a non-monogamous relationship. Okay. Oh, so the therapist is like, I've been there, I've navigated it. Here's how to do it. The couples are at a retreat with a gaggle of other singles who are looking to spice up their relationships may seem like fun and games some couples have called it a disaster it didn't quite work out in their favor i have to imagine that you know for a couple standpoint it's probably fun and titillating but the real winner in the situation's got to be the other the third wheel right yeah you get gifts and like celebration you get to fuck these two people without half the rent yeah one couple maddie and nathan never had a threesome together before coming on the show no pun intended. They expressed their desire to do so on Instagram days before producers approached them. <laughs> also something you won't catch me doing. Yeah, I saw you were on Instagram talking about how you wanted a threesome. Oh, boy. This is how the kids do it these days. Maddie is 20, by the way. Nathan is 25. They say, we've done so much sexually, it just felt like a natural progression to bring more people into our relationship. All right. Pudley brag. Those kids today, they're crazy. Crazy with the sex. Uh, so, like, you guys have done all this stuff? Yeah, Maddie, who's 20, says she's concerned about feeling jealous. She said that the green-eyed monster never really came. She never got jealous, but she actually ended up so engrossed in the act that she forgot the cameras were even there. Ooh. Hubba, hubba, that's hot. They're selling that show hard to us. Where can we see this show? Uh, oh, they say Maddie got carried away. Oh, it says, while while exploring the threesome, one of the singles on the show, Maddie, got carried away. But Nathan couldn't get aroused because of the pressure of being on television. <laughs> so, hey, Maddie continued on without him. hey oh. Yeah, because of the way it played out, the couple came close to ending things. But the doctor was there to save the day, helping them work through their issues and manage to keep their relationship stronger. I don't know if I would want me not being able to get it up on TV. Can you guys fix that in editing? Uh, a couple, Another couple in their mid-30s had similar issues with jealousy. The unmarried couple of five years who have a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old have been searching for the perfect addition to their bedroom. They wanted to find someone with whom they had a connection. 
What if you find somebody who's like, yeah, I like paying a third of the bills. I enjoy cleaning, meal prep. Oh, this couple in their mid-30s, they didn't make it. Mm. Oh. Uh, the, the lady had to walk out because she was concerned that her husband may end up having sex with the other with the third in the middle of the night. What? Oh, yeah, she's not going to be. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. If you're in a throuple like that, a threesome, do you sleep in the same bed or do you alternate? You're having sex with your wife and another woman. It's every straight man's dream, says Mike, who's on the show. Men can fantasize about having multiple partners at once, but they don't realize that you get two emotional women that you have to balance out. You got two women to please, two women to communicate with. It is a juggling act. I bet it is. Uh, most of the couples on the show admitted that the experiences brought them closer together. While some said that three is a crowd. What, what do you always say? Every couple should try it just once. Who knows? Maybe it's for you. Well, one married couple says they'd been thinking about opening their relationship for a long time after the husband, Alan, <laughs> had shown interest in other women. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Alan. Nice work, dude. <laughs> uh, his wife chalked it up to his flirty nature and his wandering eye. But she thought maybe this will bring another aspect to our relationship. Do you do you carry on with a guy who's got a wandering eye? I get no. You fucking invite a third in. I guess <laughs> I didn't know this. If your wife describes, oh yeah, I love Jason, but he's got a wandering eye. That's not a positive attribute. Oh, and it came down to getting dirty. The couple couldn't follow through, leaving before having their threesome with any of the singles. Wow, so they're all like a lot of them are chicken shitting out. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, another couple were looking to overcome their demons by strengthening their relationship on the show. Uh, I will always love this man and forever grateful when he has the courage to go on this journey with me as we open our relationship and make it stronger. And they did it. And they came away better because of it. Yeah, here's the here's the last couple right there. Nice. They put bunny ears on any yeah, woman. I'm, yeah. And then all of a sudden my eyebrows go, oh, oh, she got bunny ears on? It also doesn't hurt that these people aren't grossos like no. we are. No, there's no grossos no, in the show. They're no. all good looking. All right. How accepting are we of sex robots? To a degree. I think, I think we're all... A little curious, right? As technology technology continues to evolve, we're hearing more and more about sex robots. I like all the things we could be putting our time and effort in. Scientists and, and technologies out there, like we need sex robots. Give me something I can put my donger in, would you? <laughs> yeah, right. This led some doomsayers to say that uh, sex robots are a gateway to the end of human contact and relationships, but some ethics experts are saying just the opposite. The reaction they're having is just crying wolf about a non-existent problem. He points out that when they do become a more more and more of a reality, they're not going to be forced on anybody. It will be a consumer product, these sex robots. And they'll likely first be adopted by people who need them, not people who want them. Oh, like the people, neck beards and stuff. Yeah, the people who need them is because they can't form regular human relationships. Yeah, it's just because a sex robot isn't good for everybody doesn't mean it's not good for somebody's. How excited are you when that box shows up? You're like, ooh, doggy, here she is. Yeah, it's like a coffin. The thing's the size of a coffin. <laughs> the UPS guy's like, what do you got in there? Like, no, don't worry nothing, about it. No, it's dog food. Wow, I, I, that I, box I, looks big enough to hold a body. No. <laughs> 
Plus, you're going to need like parts and repair. Like, yeah, broke her arm. Things got out of control. Yeah, you got to take it over to the tire shop. You're like, she's all run down. She's all wrinkly. <laughs> okay, Here we go. You got to get her retreaded. Yeah. Here's another story about uh, some woman that was holding in her farts and ended up in the hospital. What was that, two weeks ago we had that Brazilian singer that held it in? Yeah. It's happened again. A 19-year-old by the name of Kara. She lives in Ireland. She ref- refused to fart around her boyfriend. God bless her. She didn't fart around her boyfriend for two years, and it caused her appendix to burst. Yeah, that's impressive. Two years is a long time. Yeah. The woman had her appendix removed at the hospital. She's doing fine now, her 21-year-old boyfriend. Oh, this poor guy. His name is Kyle Daffy. Kyle Daffy. Was reportedly dying laughing at the situation. That's a a a, bad look. Yeah, that's a bad reaction. Doctors posted a reaction video to her post on TikTok and... About the problem outlining why you should never hold in your farts. You know, unless you're a girl, then you should probably hold them in. It's probably for the best. We laughed about that last story. I mean, even if to that point, why would you just walk out of the room and be like, I got to go get something in the kitchen? Yeah, because I bet that first one is a doozy. Or go in the bathroom. Yeah, you have to do that somewhere far, far away, like a vacation or something. Or go in the bathroom and flush the toilet and just fart real hard when the toilet's flushing. (laughs) Don't nobody go in there for about 35, 45 minutes. Yeah, who hasn't done that? All right, here we go. This is just insane. This story is insane. The New York woman, her name is Morgan. Morgan screamed and sobbed and nearly crashed her car after learning the truth about her gynecologist. Same gynecologist, by the way, who once fitted her for an IUD and had given her breast and pelvic examinations for years. Why, he was unlicensed? He wasn't a real gynecologist. He was just some pervert with a table. He was. <clears throat> her biological father. Ugh. Ugh. And he knew it. Oh. oh. Morgan I'd says. I'd be happier if it was just an unlicensed guy with a fucking table. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a guy with like a, you know, <laughs> he's got on a regular like garden, gardening gloves. <laughs> he's like, all right, time to get down to business. I'm like, fuck yeah, at least you're not my biological father. Sir, are you wearing coveralls? Yeah. Well, how'd she find out? He knew the whole time who he was, and I didn't, Morgan said. She's 36 years old. She shared her story on Good Morning America. He took away that choice for me. She's now suing the uh, OBGYN, who is, you know, her father. Understandable. For allegedly knowing he was her father in the lawsuit filed in September. Unspecified damages, medical malpractice, lack of informed consent, battery fraud, negligence, infliction of emotional distress. Yeah, that's where the big money comes in. Yeah, being a fucking huge grosso also. <laughs> Guy with. <laughs> did you buy your outfit at R? Big R? I did. I did. I don't even know what gynecologists wear. Do they wear normal clothes? Probably scrubs, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, A suit. Morgan claims the doctor, whom her family once reviewed, uh, revered as a miracle worker, underhandedly inseminated her unsuspecting mother with his sperm back in January of 1985. The result, obviously, mm. she was born. My mom feels so violated. She feels like it's all her fault. The mom and her husband 
sought the man's fertility help back in the mid-1980s, shortly after a drunk driver smashed into Gary's motorcycle, rendering him a paraplegic at the age of 20. The couple, who were high school sweethearts, agreed to pay the doctor $50 three times per month in exchange for an anonymous student's sperm from the University of uh, Rochester Medical Center. Oh, so they're like, all right, so 50 bucks a pop every time. All right. The donor, per the lawsuit, was not to have any known physical or mental conditions that he would pass along to the child. And, uh, yeah, at the age of eight, the, the Morgan learned she was conceived that way through the help of a sperm donor. Okay, because of Gary's condition when she was eight. And she grew up with her parents praising the doctor because he helped their parents start the family. Ugh. She respected him so much that in 2012, after welcoming her own children, she left her own gynecologist and become a, became a patient of this doctor. Uh. Under his medical care. Oh, the doctor would burden her with tales of his personal thoughts and experiences, oddly complimenting her with comments like, you're a good kid, you're such a good kid. That's disgusting. This is so terrible. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse the more you read. Official papers even alleged that once during a doctor's visit, the doctor asked his current wife to join them in the exam room so that he could get so that she could get a closer look at Morgan to see Morgan's physical resemblance to the doctor. Whoa, because the wife knew. No! And still gets worse. Back in 2016, following the death of Gary. Gary was the, the dad in the wheelchair, right? Yeah. So Gary passes away. She took an ancestry DNA test and discovered that she was, boom, the daughter of this gross old doctor. Whoa, that's crazy, man. Uh, she found a half-sibling also on the site that she didn't know anything about. Yeah, because if there's one, there's probably others. Yeah, the pair were shocked to learn that they share a swarm of half-siblings. Then there were five of us. We are all the same age. Then six, then seven. <clears throat> there might be 20, there might be 100, she says. Shit. She says, started to feel terrified. Yeah. Holy smokes. Imagine everything you know is a lie. So they, you've been showing your bits to this fucking creepo. Oh your, yeah, it was your father, and he knows it. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah. There's the, uh, there's the brother. Yeah. I can't imagine the therapy alone. Yeah, she says this is uh, the doctor. Is something I can't escape because his DNA is in me. His DNA is in my son. I wrestle with that. The first person, the first time I held my son, that man was in the room with me, she says. Oh, God. All right. Probably should have been the worst person on the planet, but let's go ahead and choose this guy this week because he deals in the in the human dookie. Sometimes you're sitting around, right, and you hear something on the roof. You're like, oh, that's a squirrel, or there's a bird dropping out of the sky, or who knows what that is. Uh, Neighborhood youth throw a baseball on top of my house. Yeah, it's the local ruffians. Crane operator has been pulled off the construction site and sent home after he decided that dropping bags of his own poop from the top of the crane was a good idea. Now, I saw the video of this happen. It's disgusting. (laughs) Hey, the sound it makes, (laughs) it's such a dull, dead thud. The worker who was hired to the uh, construction company through a subcontractor had been notified that he will never work 
in this company again. The stunt was recorded on video and posted on social media. The man is heard laughing. There's another worker. He ties up a plastic bag filled with his own poop. That's so gross, man. Uh, you never think about that. Those guys that are way up there, like, what do they do? They got to do something. You got to shit in a bag. I guess. I never thought about that. He tosses it from the inside of the cab uh, of the crane, which stood high above the building below. He is heard joking, the joys of being a crane driver. The bag splattered on the roof and created a huge mess. The company obviously caught wind of the video, and he was immediately terminated. The weird thing, too, is he throws it like this, like he's like he's tossing just like... Like a cigarette out the window. Yeah, but you think with a bag of shit, you kind of wing it around like a slingshot and just whisk, wing it like... Is that shit on the roof? So then eventually the rain comes and uh, washes it into the gutter, which then washes it down into the street. <laughs> So disgusting, man. You just, what go, is, you just go outside of every rain like, fuck, it stinks out it's here. so disgusting, is man. Is that acid rain? What's doing that? What's wrong with people? So there you go. Here's the podcast for this week. Here's your freaking podcast with the Jason Lee Collection. Thanks for coming along. Uh, again, if you need to get caught up, all things JLK, that includes social media links. That's all the old podcasts. That's the links of the radio show. And then uh, all of our uh, brand new YouTube videos you can check out there as well. Just head over to jlnkshow.com. And that'll do it for this week, which means we'll see you next week. Podcasts by Federated Media.